So I woke up one morning and then I thought to myself, I really cannot be the only Ugandan podcaster. There must be some other people. But given the fact that you do not have a platform like YouTube where you can find some other YouTubers, I had to get my phone and went on Google and searched for Ugandan podcasts. And I landed on this show. It's called the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. And it was really outstanding. It had outstanding content. It's about a Ugandan guy. He's based in America. So he talks about his experiences while he was in Uganda, while he was moving to America, and also his stay in America. He also brings in some celebrities and normal people, and then they share their stories, which I think you guys should check out because it's it has amazing content and very inspiring for me so should i say i'm lucky yes i think i'm lucky i go to find this guy and then lucky for you uh he's going to be in this episode he's going to talk about aircraft mechanics and now you're wondering how do these things connect yeah he's an aircraft mechanic and in this episode he's going to talk about his experience being an aircraft mechanic and what things are required to be an aircraft mechanic so if you're interested in this field i think you're in the right place so let's get started how do i okay it's fine welcome to my podcast finally i get to have you and host you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a yeah thanks for having come. me it's a dream come true it was one day when i was checking for ugandan podcasters and i landed on your podcast uh-huh. and yeah having you here is, a, is like a dream come true because <laughs> it's unbelievable but i get to have you on my podcast it's a privilege yeah thanks thanks for having me uh i like podcasts i love podcasts and i'm so glad that i'm able to come and be on your podcast uh thanks for subscribing and joining my podcast too and i'm i'm glad you googled and found my podcast too yeah i i I did also thank you for the good work you do this side i i get to i get to check through your instagram and then see see like what you've been up to and it's really good work so most of with helping the kids this side and you know letting people know of the situation this side yeah it's it's my passion you know um i grew up in uganda for those of you who don't know those of you who are listening on this podcast i was born and raised in uganda and um even though i don't live in uganda right now it's still my heart and um I know what the kids in Uganda go through. And every time I get an opportunity to speak somewhere or to do something on my back, on the back of my head, I have the pictures of the kids uh, still in Uganda and Uganda is still my country and it's always my country. And that's why my podcast is called the Ugandan Boy Talk Show because I'll always be Ugandan. Yeah, thank you. Um, um, <laughs> I think I'm fresh. I think the first question would be who is born in Chibuka, but you had done like a small intro. <laughs> well, no, I can I can still answer that. Yeah, um, yeah. So just you know, for someone who doesn't know who you are, like who is born in Chibuka? Uh Bonnie Chibuka is um a Ugandan. Um that's my name, Bonnie Chibuka. I was born and raised in Uganda. 
in Wakiso district. Actually, I grew up in Wakiso Town Council. It's on Hoima Road. Uh, I live right next to the Wakiso district headquarters. That's where I was born and raised and lived all my childhood. I grew up in a family of four. My dad, uh, Frederick, my mom, Susan, and my brother, Benjamin. We are only two boys. Uh, my brother is the elder brother, and I'm the second born, which makes me the last born. Uh, I went to school in Wakiso, in Naluvule. There's a school called Naluvule Rock Primary School, um, yeah. just 14 miles from Kampala. And then for high school, I was still in Wakiso. I went to St. John's Senior Secondary School, Wakiso. And after senior four, I went to Chisubi for my A-level. So I graduated from Chisubi and uh, I went to Makero University, but I was only there for like six months. And then I moved to the U.S. But yeah, I grew up in Uganda and lived most of my life there. Well, yeah. Okay. When when I when I got to listen to the other episodes coming to America, right? I, mm-hmm. I didn't got in that. I I didn't heard about that part of uh, being at Makere. I thought you had left like after immediately after after leaving for A level, you had you had left. You, you um, left after that. No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't leave right after high school, but I went to Makere while I was working at the parking lot. I think I mentioned that in my podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I actually missed one year of, one. I missed one year of university, but while I was still in the year, that was 2013. So 2013, I was just, that's when I was at Makere. And then that's when I came to the US. So kind of, I counted like a dead year, but because I didn't get anything out of Makere University. Okay. I mean, um, oh yeah. Speaking of speaking of the, the other two podcasts, it, it's a long story. It's a long story. I've never heard of such a story with um, a lot of ups and downs coming back and forth. I would have given up. I would have given up the, the first time. The first time you came back, I think part of me in that story, I would have given up. I'm also getting another another is it, an, is it another visa? having to go mm-hmm. back and then switching because you got you got a, yeah. different, a different visa from from the one you're supposed to get it's mm-hmm. a long story and i hope people get to you know go and listen to it i don't want to talk about it a lot <laughs> the <laughs> person who the person who owns the story knows it best but i i think i think that's that's the story most people need to know because most people think it's like a, a smooth road you know people mm-hmm. easily easily get what they want and they go to live outside countries and, and that's that's the whole reason why i started the podcast to kind of share my story my journey to all the kids back in uganda and uh, all the kids who have dreams they want to achieve and yeah like you say not to spell it because if i tell it to them then they won't go and listen to it but yeah <laughs> uh, whoever is listening to podcast I, I i recommend i recommend that not that it's my podcast but i feel like <laughs> the story that i share yeah. uh, gives some encouragement to whatever situations you're in you may not want to live the same life i've lived mm. but whatever situation you're going through it gives you some kind of hope and encouragement for life yeah that's true um you know being an aircraft mechanic um for, okay someone might not know who an aircraft mechanic is in brief like mm-hmm. what what how can you explain who an aircraft yeah. mechanic is 
Yeah, um, I, I'm going to explain that. And for those of you who just kind of asking where the heck did she get an aircraft mechanic? <laughs> because out of the blue, she introduced an aircraft mechanic. That's part of something I talk about. And that's the reason why I came to the United States. So if you want to know how I got to this point, what I'm going to explain, then you should go and listen to that. But yeah, an airplane mechanics just self-explanatory. It's like a mechanic who fixes airplanes. And that's a, a dream that I had ever since I was a young boy. And you know, growing up in Uganda, most of people who are in Uganda right now, you know what I talk about, that not very often you get to see airplanes a lot. And uh -huh. there's a lot of people in Uganda who have never even been on an airplane. So a kid like me to have a dream to be an airplane mechanic was like a joke or like a lie or like something. Because you, you can hardly be on an airplane. Uganda just got two airplanes, I think, like two years ago or something yeah. like that. The whole country. So to have a dream to be an airplane mechanic, it's like close to impossible. But okay. yeah, um, airplane mechanic, to answer your question, not to go off topic, <laughs> uh, he's, he's a person that fixes airplanes and uh, repairs airplane, airplanes in case there's uh, any maintenance that's required. Yeah, don't worry about getting off topic. I always go off topic myself when I'm recording podcasts. And then I, and then I remember, oh, this was a topic I was talking about. <laughs> it's, very, it's very hard to keep up. Yeah. Um, I know. Uh, also, I, I, I would want to know, um, was it like your passion, like all the way a childhood dream, or did you just think about it after, after some years of study? Yeah, uh, actually, when I was growing up, I wanted to be a lawyer. I really wanted to be a lawyer because my uncle is a lawyer and he's a good, a good lawyer. Like he had studied in the U.S. and became a lawyer and worked for the U.S. government. So I always admired him and I wanted to be like him. And whenever I went to school, I was like, I want to be like my uncle. Uh, it was not until I started having questions in my head about how the airplane gets up there. Like how the heck does the plane get up there? Because even if you get just like a, a simple rock, you throw it up in the air, it's going to come back down. Mm -hmm. But like, how does the big old airplane get up in the sky without falling down? So I started having those questions on the back of my head at a younger age uh, and seeing the planes I used to see up in the air. When we used to sing, buy Museveni, buy Museveni <laughs> all the time. Um, so that's that's when i started wanting to know about actually originally i wanted to fly airplanes um and then long story short like you will know if if you get to listen to my podcast because it's a bit longer which i can't go through right now but um when i when i was in senior one that's when i started i was like i want to be an airplane so i asked i want to be an airplane mechanic a pilot mm. so i asked my uh, one of my mom's cousins that's an aircraft mechanic with Kenya Airways, and he told me you have to do really good in school, mathematics, geography, physics, all that stuff. So when I was in, in high school, I knew what I wanted to do. So I started studying hard, uh, focusing on geography, mathematics, and all the classes that would take me to what I want to do. And I passed them very well in senior fall. And uh, going to high school, I did MEG, mathematics, economics, and geography which I knew was going to take me to the same occupation I wanted to do. And after I graduated, um, my, my dad didn't have money for that, which I go in depth for that too. 
but that helped me to come to the United States uh, to study. And when I came to the U.S., I wanted to fly airplanes, but I ended up not having money. And then I got to know about, oh, you can be a mechanic. But once I was going to the mechanic school, actually, I found people who can teach you how to fly on the side. So actually, I ended up learning how to fly airplanes and learning how to fix airplanes. So I, I flew the airplanes um, and I did my uh, piloting classes and I did the aircraft mechanic. But right now, I don't fly. I just work as an aircraft mechanic. So yeah. it's a dream that I had, like, from senior one. Okay. Um, actually, I, I didn't know that when you, when you opt for aircraft mechanics, you can as well learn how to fly airplanes. So I think I, I didn't know that could happen. I thought it was yeah, a different, uh, a different um, shall we call it a different course. category? Different category. Um, it's the same thing. The school that I went to, they train you for both. They train people how to fly and they train people how to um, work on airplanes as well. Okay, okay. Uh, given uh, what you did like during, during the course of study, were there any outstanding experiences you, you had? Some of the things probably you didn't <laughs> expect to, to find or... A little bit more yeah. than what you expected. Uh, uh, that's a good question, actually. Um, when when I went to the aviation school, the only airplane I'd ever been was the one that got me from Uganda to America. That was the first time. Um, and then when I got to the school, I saw these airplanes in the because I was studying at the airport. Mm. So you see airplanes every day, and. I didn't know anything about an airplane. I didn't know anything. I was just a kid from Uganda who has never been on a plane, but has a passion and wants to learn about airplanes. And it just made me happy every day waking up, going to school and seeing planes. I can even go touch them. I can even sit in them. I can do anything like, you know, every day. It's, it's like, it's like people there was, were taking things for granted, which it's not something that's, known for in uganda you know yeah. the only time you're going to see an airplane if you go to entebbe yeah. and you can just see it from afar so for me to be at that school where every time i can go in the plane i can do whatever i want i can take parts of the plane pull them back on so that was so special for me and um amused me a lot but like i said i came to this school and i didn't have any knowledge about airplane there's some parts that i didn't know i've never had of but because of my determination and my mm. wanting to know, it actually helped me. And today I can tell you anything about the airplane, anything about whatever you want to know about the airplane. So, so like to tell you the truth, I think the only stuff I know about airplanes are things I watch on National Geography. There are some Movies. yeah, there's some shows they they broadcast about airplanes, oh, probably. Yeah. yeah, probably about drug trafficking or, or the investigations for mm -hmm. airplanes crashing. <laughs> mm -hmm. I just I just enjoy yeah. watching it, but I have never really gotten a glimpse of like an airplane being close to me. I think the helicopter mm -hmm. is like the closest thing that I've ever seen. So it's yeah. like my experience is through the through watching. Mm -hmm. yeah actually i've got an opportunity to see one of the biggest airplanes in the whole world um 
it, it it's it's really huge like it, it landed on our airport here where i work right now um, um it's it's the biggest airplane in the whole world and it's it can only land on certain airports in even in the united states i think there are only like three airports where this plane can land and one of them is my workplace which was really cool that not a lot yeah, of people get to, to see that yeah mm -hmm. could it land in enter <laughs> no no <laughs> no no way. Yeah. there's a certain uh yeah like there's a certain length of the runway that it needs for the airplane mm -hmm. to land like i said even just three airports in the united states like united states has a ton of airports a lot mm. but only three in the whole country which i think a lot of airports in the united states you can't even compare them to Entebbe because they're huge <laughs> there's big yeah um no uh someone told me someone someone requested i should ask you this question <laughs> it's uh okay. yeah they're in they're really interested in in the airplanes and he want he wants to take on uh he wants to be a pilot right now he's doing something different but he hopes like sometime he could he could you know get the opportunity to learn so he wanted to know like what are the essentials for learning for learning of course like what is required what should someone have like the basic like the basic stuff yeah um to be honest with you like i feel like even when you're in uganda and you studied a different uh combination you said like heg or hell well, there's of course I want to say because the seg is money of GVT, like all that. <laughs> like um, you can you can still yeah you can still learn how to be a, a a pilot or aircraft mechanic but this is why I put my butt if you did seg you're gonna have trouble than the person who did meg or right. did uh pam because there's a lot of mathematics there's a mm -hmm. lot of geography so your grades can get you into the flight school, mm. but because you don't have a back background of the mathematics, of the physics, of the geography, mm. you're going to have a harder time than people who actually did that because you can relate or you can figure out stuff by that. So they didn't really, I mean, doing those mathematics will give you a foundation, a basis. But when you, and I'm using this, like I, I'll put a, disclaimer out there because i know most people who have done maybe aircraft mechanics may have different routes but i'll speak mm -hmm. from my personal experience um like uh in the united states as long as your grades are good to get you in a college in the united states you can study whatever you want mm -hmm. but like i said having the foundation of the mathematics and geography and mechanics anything that can help you in addition to just give you a general knowledge mm. will help you for that but in the first place is really get good grades because that will give you entrance in these schools um so if somebody like you said a friend who asked this if they're in uganda i would advise them to just study hard uh, they know they should know that this stuff have a lot of um 
mathematics geography like even flying like those map readings you know when yeah. we're in high uh, high school they do a lot of map reading so you, when you're a pilot you have to interpret uh, ma uh, maps so that gives that gives you a general knowledge of what to expect so things like that hmm. but once again if you are a first learner like you might have done history and you get in the school in the states and they teach you physics and you easy you can cut it and like right yeah. now where i work um at the aviation school and like this is america maybe because kids can have different access to different uh information but i work with people who have never been aircraft mechanics so they come and just work at the site and they actually learn from the site you know yeah, yeah. so like i like I, I mentioned earlier i'd never flown a plane but because i was at the airport where planes were i was able to learn how to fly because I was open to the opportunity to fly, yeah. you know, and so you can learn these things by doing them, by being there. Mm. So people come in as like mechanic helpers who have been like automobile mechanic over, I would say automobile mechanic, mm. mechanical and motor car, like mm. he can come and then start working on airplanes because he has the idea, but there's yeah. something that you need to be certified. So you need to get a license. So I have a license that I'm a certified aircraft mechanic. So I can work on any airplane in the United States. So that's the only thing that you need that will stop you. And to get that, you have mm -hmm. to pass those tests that oh, I told you. Good. So that's when you will have to learn all that. I don't know if that, that has helped, but. I think it has. I think it has. Also, the comparison with, with America on this side is that most of the things here are more like theoretical and not practical. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it gets hard. It gets hard when you're getting into the practical lifestyle or the practical type of education. I think that's the most challenging part. Right. Cause, right. Cause, yeah, because things here are more theoretical. The practical part is more in the vocational schools. So mm -hmm. those are the guys. Who yeah, are, yeah, vocational that, schools yeah, actually. That can, that can really adjust to. Right. That's why in the United States, actually, um, aircraft mechanic is considered vocational mm. if you don't go to a university. So it's like a vocational school if you don't go to like a four year university. Um, actually, I don't know if I mentioned this on my podcast, but I was going to go to Soroti Flying School to learn how to fly, <clears throat> which I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say like I, it's bad or what, but I felt like if you get a good foundation, you yeah. open up a lot of opportunities. So that's why I instead say I'm going to take my chances to go to the United States. And like people out there listening to this podcast, like I, I wasn't, I'm not from a rich family. You, you can learn <laughs> these when you listen to my podcast. My yeah. parents were poor. My dad just served in the church. Mm. My mom did the same thing. So I didn't even have any idea that I would go to the United States and study, but because of uh, the connections of people and the blessing of God, I would say, I moved here and I studied. So this is something that can happen to anybody, like even somebody who is listening right now. Um, you might not even want to be an airplane mechanic, but this is something that can happen. And to go back in the beginning, how I said my stories just give you motivation and encouragement, no matter what career you want to choose no matter what direction you want to go to. So it's, I want to say it's possible. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, what, 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 
the other person wanted to know is more how long how long does it take uh how long does the course take like the duration um yeah so it depends it depends like i've, I've already told you how in the u.s it's considered vocational and mm-hmm. some other schools you can actually do a bachelor's degree in aeronautic engineering so you do a four-year course um, and then there's another route of just like I've already mentioned, like in my workplace right now, there are people who come in and it's called OJT, on-job training, mm. where you learn while you're working. So they pay you not as much as you make as a licensed mechanic, mm. but you make money as you learn and then you get your certification afterwards. So it's usually like two years, so you can work two years as you build your knowledge and learning, and then you can go take your tests. Or you can go to a school, there's actually schools that are specifically training pilots and aircraft mechanic. Usually they go at a certain um, year or two. So you spend two years studying just that. And it's just the whole year. It's not like the colleges where you get uh, mid-term or break, this like breaks, no. Yeah. You just go through the whole year just studying and maybe you get like a week or two of break through the whole year, but it's mainly just avi- aviation, just that. Like okay. you're not going to study anything else, but, but just okay. aviation. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I went to a school of two years, um, but I already had some, uh, uh, what do you call it? I had some training before that so i went to the school of two years and i get my certification through that but those two years were just studying i would say marathon like no breaks no spring breaks no mm. fall break we only got one week of christmas that all you get for the for the whole year but other than that you're studying full time uh, uh, but you can go to a university and then study a four-year degree but yeah. then the stuff you study in four years, people are going to study in two years. That's a good thing about the education in the United States. Like, as long as you take more credits, you can graduate a course of four years in two years. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think I'll prefer the on-job training. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the on-job training is, is easy. And I, that's one thing I said when I got this job. I was like, I wish I knew about this. Like, yeah. You get paid. so you don't have to pay because for us we paid money to go to the school but like here you get paid while you're working oh that's good that's very good um i i I, there was a time in my high school we were i I think i should say i was just lucky there were these guys of aviation they showed up at school and then Mm -hmm. they were briefing us through what aviation is what is required (laughs) And the the costs were really high. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, I was like, I don't think I was meant to attend this seminar or workshop. <laughs> it's like it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like, could you like give an estimate on how the aircraft mechanic expenses are? Like, what does it really cost a lot? Because um yeah so so when i when i first came to the the united states the school that was originally going to go to is called Arizona flight academy it's uh, in orlando florida Mm. and the tuition in orlando was going to be 
100,000 US dollars, which is uh, 360 million Uganda shillings for just Ooh. one year. Million Visatu Munkaga is a Uganda for one year. But I didn't, of course, I, I obviously I didn't end up going to that school because it was super expensive. Uh, um, but then I went to another school that was a little cheaper. And then I had to pay a million chenda, like 90 million uh, for one year. And that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> like like that gives you actually a comparison and many people will ask how did you pay for that money i already said my family was poor but that's the reason why i want you to go listen to my podcast and see yeah. how i was able to get. and that that money is just tuition it's not anything like housing food mm. and um i was in the states by myself so that's that's just school not even transportation to school it's okay. just the tuition straight in like literally the whole the whole bank account gets <laughs> loans. And sponsorships here like are very, very hard to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, actually mentioning about sponsorship, like once you get into school, you realize that there's a lot of opportunities of scholarships and stuff like that. So yeah. you take chances of those. I did. I, I applied to a lot of scholarships and mm. I got a few scholarships and then I got other uh, blessings and blessings and blessings. But yeah, that's a good thing about the education in the US. You get uh scholarships and opportunities yeah which is different here yeah. like also given mm-hmm. like basing on what like what was in your story like it's exactly what people go it's exactly what people go through like you go and then you apply for a visa and they tell you to go mm-hmm. back things like that yeah. it's more of like connections who is getting who is getting in faster so it's, it's like chess playing chess in Uganda mm-hmm. it's playing chess <laughs> yeah also, um, like for for now that you're working, have you experienced like some challenges in your work? Like, um, with, like, yeah, at some very probably with the timing, the work. I mean, a lot of work <laughs> could be that. Yeah, actually, I specialize like where the word aircraft mechanic is general because there's a lot of people who do different things. Those big airplanes. I work on the. I don't know if people know the types of airplanes but i work on boeing 777 that's like mm-hmm. another semi big airplane it's really huge it's for um no i think it has two engines and then the 767 has four engines so what i do is i rebuild engines for the boeing 777 767 and 747 so we take apart those engines and put them back together so the planes can fly mm-hmm. when i first got my job I looked at this engine. It's big. I think it's bigger than some people's houses in Uganda. Like it's like bigger than my car. Mm. Um, a whole engine, just one engine for the airplane. So one of the challenges I got was like I didn't have any experience on that. Um, I mean, I knew the general knowledge of a turbine engine. And it was really hard to just learn how to work those, but it's it's it gets with with time, like you learn with time and get mm. better. Um, challenge my other challenges is like being from a different culture, like people do things differently, so getting used to that. But that's a, also 
a general challenge for not even my work, but just living in the United States. Um, mm. And then also trying to explain to people and they don't understand you, what you're saying. So like, this is the other thing, it's off topic, but I'll mention it here. But like, so people in Uganda think I have an American accent, you know, mm. like they say, oh, guy, you but then people in the United States think I have an African accent. Mm. So he's like, we can never understand this guy. We can never understand what he's talking about. Like they think I have like a strong accent. So mm. that's kind of something too. Like you be in the middle where Ugandans think workers out. You get you speak like so like that's 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 the other thing is like um communication wise yeah. but other than that most of the other challenges are just adaptable and just learning and doing what you can because challenge is always going to be there yeah i mean <laughs> you've talked about the one for the accent the people be here like people here are so judgmental like it just it just comes quick once once you have that slight accent and then everybody's like okay you're trying to act like americans <laughs> it's yeah fun. so i mentioned i mentioned this on my podcast i think it's the one i'm, I'm releasing tomorrow like the new episode i'm releasing tomorrow because mm-hmm. i hosted another guy from uh uk mm. uh, musa and he told me his name i couldn't hear it the first time because <laughs> he has a uk accent and i couldn't mm. understand i was like mm. dude i'm facing the same problem because when I when I'm, I'm I'm studying my podcast, I say, "Hey, this is your boy Bonnie Kibuka from from Uganda." Like mm-hmm. I say, Bonnie Kibuka, mm-hmm. and like it just flows with my accent. So yeah. like I don't say Bonnie Bonnie because in Uganda they call me Bonnie Kibuka. Yes. So like Eyokuanga, I think it's not there because of the way I talk. Yeah. So one guy was like, "Wow!" Uh, like he he made a comment on my Instagram. I don't even remember what. Um, <laughs> He said, so you, you change your name from Chibuka to, to Kibuka or something like that. Yeah. And then I commented back and I'm like, too bad. That's not. <laughs> no, I think he actually was commenting on something else, but I was trying to raise uh, awareness for the kids in Uganda. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you're trying to get off topic. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm mm-hmm. focusing about. Listen to what I'm trying to talk about. Because I was trying to speak about uh uganda and trying to educate people about uganda and trying to see that maybe funds or helping kids in uganda so this guy just commented with his rude comment and i'm like yeah that's why that's what people think like people think like i don't make myself speak this way like i try but like i have a cousin who is from kenya she didn't know uganda but because she moved to uganda Mm. people speaking luganda she now speaks luganda like a muganda so yeah. you adapt so that's what happened to me i don't feel bad about it because i know i'm not forcing myself to do that but that's yeah. that's that's how life is yeah that's how life is everyone is going to judge anyways <laughs> um uh, apart from the challenges are there like some some nice things probably like more skills you've learned like from your work i don't know good days like some of the good days you've experienced from your work yeah a lot of them um one of the things that i posted on my instagram for those of you who will go and check it was the first engine i've ever built 
was put on this airplane and I got to watch some airplane airport takeoff. Mm-hmm. I, I nearly cried because I was like, I was just a kid from Uganda who had never been on the airplane. Yeah. Here I am, I've just built an engine sitting on the airplane taking off. I saw the plane taking off in the sky. I was like, Bunny built <laughs> the engine on the airplane that's taking off. So that moment was precious to me. I, I took the picture. I have the video on uh, my Instagram for those of you who want to go check it out. Uh, you see that, what I'm talking about. So that was, that was a big deal. And just being able that I achieved my dream that I wanted, yeah. it's, it's precious. Every time I wake up to go to work, I'm like, I'm doing something I've always wanted to, wanted do. to do. Like it's a job I wanted to do. So like I'm living my dream. So that every day makes me happy. The other thing is aircraft mechanic make good money. Like mm. we make good money. I don't, I'm not even afraid to talk about that. It's a <laughs> blessing, you know, yeah. like you make, you make good money. So for me to be in this position to make the money I make and knowing my background and where I'm coming from, sure. it's, it's a blessing. It makes me happy every day. Like it's, it's God, like Katonda, I have the money and so like Pastor says, yeah yeah so yeah that's those are some of the things i'm just learning just learning like yeah learning okay. new things every day every day i go to work alone like i'm here i speak i'm aircraft mechanic i build engines and i'm proud of that like mm. i grew up i didn't know anybody who builds engines of airplanes i didn't know any um uh, mechanics but and the fact that my parents are proud and they're happy and I, I like that so that's that's some things that I said I'll get out of my job that I really like. Yeah. I mean, the worst outstanding one is when you say it, like waking up to like to do something that you really like. It's it's very underrated. Like muscle on my on my side, I think I've I haven't I haven't realized what I really want to do. I think mm-hmm. I'm doing these things because you know I need to work and then get money. Right. The one thing that I like doing is podcasts but something that i love doing and gets me money mm-hmm. i haven't reached there yet i'm actually learning something i don't really like doing, right. but <laughs> who knows which which is fine you which is fine yeah. i i don't know if i've talked about it on my podcast but when i was in the states i cleaned bathrooms for a while H-O, I, I i'm not even scared to talk about it because ah. it's my past and it made me who i am you know I, I cleaned bathrooms at a college every night and I'll do night shifts. I'm cleaning. Sometimes they're dirty and sometimes, you know, you do that. Mm-hmm. But I knew that this is not where I belong, but this mm-hmm. is the path I'm going to go through to get to, to where get I want. Where want. So, and this is the encouragement I want to send to everybody listening that no matter where you are, no matter what point you are in your life, just have a dream. Just have a dream in your head that this is what I want for myself. And don't be too hard on yourself where you are. Uh, this is, oh my gosh, like this is the last episode I've just done about you're not in competition with anybody with else. else. Uh, yeah. People should go True. check that out. Yeah. Like once you have a dream, just focus on that dream and know that one day, no matter how long it's taking, one day it's going to happen. And um, you, you don't be too hard on yourself because you're doing something you don't like at this time, but you know there's something you want if it's podcasting i'm I'm doing my podcast because of a hobby um i have my job that i do i do this to just hobby and then let other people listen to these stories i love stories like i always say but um 
if it's a podcast that you want to make money out of, it's possible. It's going to take some long time and some hard work and determination. Yeah. But you can make it. If it's, it's going to happen. If you want to be a doctor, it's going to take, it's going to take sacrifice and patience and all that. So, cases. Nothing is impossible to a willing heart. That's true. Everyone must that have is something story. that we need to have in, my, in our hearts. Like, if you have your heart is willing to go through whatever it takes, mm. nothing is impossible. That's true. That's true. I must live a different story from everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this is the reason why I like talking when I get an opportunity. And I'm really happy you hosted me on a podcast. And there's no way I could have said no because. The, type, the motto of my podcast is we rise by lifting each other because I know yeah. you started your podcast and you're trying to grow it. Yeah. Like if, if, if I'm this position, I'm like, I ask hey, you podcast, I see you again that you'll see another day. <laughs> but like, that's not, that's not who I am because I know every time I get an opportunity to speak, I'm going to impact somebody's life. I'm going to challenge somebody. I'm going to learn. It, it gives me an opportunity to speak. And this is why I go to all the places I go to, even in the U.S., like I travel all over the U.S. Um, I've posted pictures of me speaking in different places. But every time I got a chance to stand behind the microphone, I thank God for that. Because like even today, I'm sure somebody's going to listen to this podcast and at least one person will yeah, say, oh, I learned something. Yeah. yeah. At least, yeah. Yeah, you can't touch everyone else. You can't touch like all people, a few. So as, as long as it's mm-hmm. one or more, <laughs> if you like it more. <laughs> and there, there are people, and there are people who will listen to it again. Ah, how you turn that to gamba? Tony Nacho gamba. But there are people who, and 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 my heart is open to that. There are people yeah. who think. My words are not important. The actually people who don't like my podcast too, like people are like, ah, maybe <laughs> you, yeah. yeah. and like that's not for them. Like my my style is not your cup of tea. So we need to yeah. learn that. We know like, yeah, you just not have everybody's to gonna like them. what you do. Yeah, for one tip, they will listen. <laughs> um, also. What advice, lastly, this is is like the last question. What advice would you give to someone who has the same dream as yours? Like, you talked about the one in school, you you talked about the the subject combinations they would do. Like, Uh what advice would you give them? Also, how about someone who doesn't, who, who finished school, like they're doing something else, but then they would wish to switch to to aircraft mechanics or yeah. okay a pilot. <laughs> yeah oh i'll go back to a statement you said uh, you're doing something you don't like yeah. I, I i i have a hard time doing something i don't like i like to do something that makes me happy and it's coming from my heart like that's who i am that's what i want yeah. so i want to tell people that it's always good to do something that's coming from your heart when you do something with love, you're going to enjoy it. Um, yeah. But there are some jobs we do because it's not what we want, but we just need to understand that this is going to help us to get to what we want. So it's different uh, scenarios. So if somebody wants to change their career from what they're doing to aircraft mechanic, just 
be sure that's what you want to do because mm-hmm. i mean you i hate regret like i don't want to leave your job that you're doing right now to embark on something and it doesn't end up working how many mm-hmm. uh matama i think they say so yeah. you might see somebody who is successful in being an aircraft mechanic but that's not your calling i think mm-hmm. we're gonna be successful my brother Asimanzizi, uh, he he builds wells and he has made money out of that like he didn't have to be an aircraft mechanic mm-hmm. but it's it doesn't mean that you can't be if you know for sure that's what you want and like i said nothing is impossible to a willing heart if you know that's what you want and you're willing to go through whatever it takes you're going to make it so but to answer the person who wants to switch, just be sure 100% that's what you want to do. Like that's mm-hmm. what you want to switch from your career to that. And be sure you're willing to go through whatever it takes. And that's a big word, like whatever it takes, whatever it takes more, like yeah. the hardships. Um, it goes back to my story. Like I was willing to do whatever it takes whatever. to make sure I get yeah. my dream happens. Um, and then to people who want to be aircraft mechanics, like, yeah, just, be determined just be determined don't give up beta nature to kumutimanti i don't quit don't give up like situations are gonna hide but also to sum up everything i'm a believer i believe in god and i know god has the power to make everything happen like just pray and pray to him and just ask him to intervene in your situations whatever there's a song we used to sing mm. I, I don't even remember there's a song I, I have in my head but I can't think of the words um, just just pray like even if you're not a Christian even if you're Muslim even if you just have some sort of believing and just hoping and just pray to God whatever that looks to you but just hope just have hope and believe indeed so why school fees? Like I didn't have school fees. That you want That's what I'm concerned Like that's what I'm concerned about. Wiki, yeah, yes, I made my US. Um, I mean, he could, I think, but because he has other responsibilities. Yeah. So, through God, yeah, later I've been in my life. So it's the same thing that can happen to other people. And like they say, but you bang a chat like the same God who blessed Bani is the same God that's going to bless me. And that's what I want people to have and just just willing to work hard. If kids are still in school that are listening to this podcast, you're going to have to work hard. Yeah. I woke up every morning so I want to get good grades so I can go to achieve the dreams I want. So you're going to have to put in work in that and to be able to achieve that. If people want to say, oh, I can't move to the United States, just a worker, you can. Mm-hmm. You just have to put in work. Like even when I was done with school, I knew I wanted to go to the United States. I had to wake up every day. What can I do? Where can I help? And mm-hmm. people need to know this too. I usually tell it to my family and everybody. Once you're done with senior six, you don't have a li- you don't have a driver's license. So you're not driving permit to Uganda. Mm-hmm. So you're not passport. So you like really like those are some of the things that you need to have even though you don't have any plans where you're gonna go yeah. just have a passport just have a driving license try to get the essential stuff because opportunities are coming opportunities mm-hmm. like sometimes 
yeah, sometimes you're gonna miss opportunities and somebody else is gonna take it up. But yeah, to sum up your answer, I just talked about a lot of things, but it's always just determination and willing to do what you want to do. Okay. Um, I have no, I have no more questions. <laughs> yeah, but actually, actually, this, this, this small questions like you, you said a lot. Like, I, I, I've learned like I've learned a lot from you. I have known a lot more compared to what I listened mm-hmm. to in your podcast. I feel like this one is like so one to one sharing, and like there is a lot more I've gotten to learn from you. <laughs> I hope yeah, and. I, I thank you for hosting me because I don't get this opportunity for people to host me. I usually host yeah, people. And once, once, yeah, and once in a while I get opportunities to to talk, but I don't really know what people want me to say. Yeah. I just took something that's on my, like the latest episode I just released is something that was on my head. Like people usually go into competition. Mm. Like, oh no, guy, I know podcast is singing. I know subscribers. I know I I don't want, I don't want that. But mm. even like I like meeting other people who are doing podcasts, and I want to thank you for um, inviting me and actually doing this because I want many people in Uganda to start podcasting. Because yeah. I did I did a video yesterday. I think they were sharing it in some training in Uganda for mm. journalism. I did mm. a, a video of why people should podcast in Uganda because Uganda is limited to information. Yeah, and most of us in Uganda don't like to read books. Like we don't read, but I know that I can I can listen. Listen, yeah. This is the way we're gonna take information to people who like listening but don't like reading. So it's the Mm. same thing you share. Somebody will learn about your life through listening, and that's why I want a lot of people in Uganda to start podcasts. I don't want to feel like competition because mine. I'm not even making money out of it, so I just Mm. want. To help other kids it's a passion that i have in my heart to just share stories and getting people out there and helping other kids to know that she's so yeah sure oh speaking of that oh 30th september are you, are you in the podcast is it a podcast time podcast time on facebook there is Mm-mm. the no, there, no, there is this international podcast day it's on 30th I thought I would go, but I think I'm not going, given that I'm still deciding. Where is it at? It's going to be at, is it some, some French place, some French place in Kampala? I've forgotten the name. Forgotten. Oh. Yeah, but... I'm not in Kampala, so I don't think I'll be there. <laughs> no, I mean, me too, I'm not in Kampala. I thought I would attend, but... Uh... I'm not, I'm not going yeah. to attend. I'm very far. There's a other guy who I don't know where my video that video was playing, but they're doing some media thing that I recorded a video yesterday for to share about podcasting and how it can impact the lives of people in Uganda and how yeah. people can make revenue. Yeah. I did it yesterday. Um, but yeah, the other thing too, I want people to know that I'm not an expert. Check it out, I was into. I'm learning, I'm learning, and I'm not there yet. My podcast is still growing, teaching myself stuff. But while I'm doing that, I don't fail to give a hand to people who are also coming. Like yeah. I said, my motto is we rise by lifting each other. So like yeah. as I'm chasing where I want to go, I don't want to forget people who are coming. Yeah, but you're so still an like, expert. Like, like Victoria is trying to get her podcast. So like, <laughs> I want to be there 
yeah, to stand in so and help. Because actually, I got motivated by somebody. So, yeah. so I want, yeah. Thank Anytime, you. any day, if Thank you ever you. want to host me, just hit me up. I was like, hey, Jangu or Lokopie. Jangu. I love talking, and you, you might have noticed because I talk a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for sparing time and, and you know, to record this podcast. <laughs> it's yeah. A hassle. It's a hassle getting you know, people to, to record, mm-hmm. like, you know, time. the time is different, someone is busy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you experienced this issue as me, like, you find yourself, like, you have this podcast record for this week, and then you find yourself the person is not going to be available that week, and then you have to find a way of, like, fixing in another another thing, because you say you have to be yeah. posting an episode every week. So what I do, uh, I usually post, uh, pre-record my episodes. So mm-hmm. when I get a chance, I have a little time, I will call people like, hey, I want to have you on my podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I record when I have a chance. And then I'll edit because I edit my YouTube videos and my podcast, everything to add in my intros and all that. Um, so I do it ahead of time and then I schedule them. So I'm on track. But yeah, I get to a point where I've posted all my videos and I don't have any. But like right now, I've, I think I've recorded four episodes that I'm going to be just releasing every weekend. So like all pre-recorded. I recorded one this morning by uh, Do- by Doreen Kabarabi. Oh, oh, I think you know Kabarabi. her. Yeah, I know her. I know her. <laughs> yeah, so, and I keep up with almost like every celebrity in Uganda. There is no one missing us. Yeah, so that, that one is going to be coming soon. Um, I have one coming soon, I think, with Pastor Wilson Bugembe at some mm. point. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard to get those people, especially like yeah. in Uganda. When I have people in Uganda, the mm. only time I can record is now because I have a full-time job and it's yeah. always late in, in Uganda. But, but it's really good when you bring in those people because, you know, it's it's like a different feeling from what you see when they're like on TV. When they're here, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, recording with you, it's more like, exactly you get to you get to know them like on a personal level and like it's not more like exactly he's, he's watching me and stuff so it's it's really that's cool. what i was that's what i was telling the miss uganda when i hosted mm-hmm. her podcast like when you go on tv they only give you like six like what minutes you want or a certain time because yeah mm-hmm. but like here on the podcast you talk about the behind the scenes i give them all the time they want in life like i think that episode was like an hour and 20 minutes because mm-hmm. she talks about how she went to uh, Miss Uganda, her journey, everything, what happened on that yeah. day. And so, so I don't know if you've listened to that, but that was really impactful. So actually, before you let me go on your podcast, I want to tell all your listeners to go and subscribe to my podcast, uh-huh. the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. We have a YouTube channel. Uh, we have Spotify, Apple Podcasts, That's- Anchor, google podcast and all places where you actually get a podcast you can just type in your phone the ugandan boy talk show we're on facebook instagram twitter and anything else that you want just type ugandan boy talk show and it, yeah. everything will show up it shows up shows up very quickly <laughs> it was like mm-hmm. the first episode i saw after typing in ugandan podcasters ah. yeah and i have a lot of episodes so you go scroll i have a lot of videos on there from different people from different places of the country from from costa rica from georgia from uganda from everywhere everywhere have a lot 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually surprising when you get to like check and like, oh, also this guy listened to my podcast and like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> and it's exciting, it's exciting. Oh, I don't have. Uh, I was going to forget. I was going to forget. I had to mention something. You have a very beautiful wife. <laughs> yeah thank you thank you i go there and then do my what is it called i think it's not stalking Stalking. it's not stalking something like (laughs) like oh okay yeah i read i read your story i think there was one time when you guys were interviewed i think when you interviewed for the for the wedding or on ntv yeah i guess i guess but i i I, yeah there's one online Okay, yeah, yeah, there is one online. Ah, okay. Don't let me make noise for these guys. Everyone is sleeping. (laughs) Okay. I'm the only one making noise. (laughs) But thank you so much for sparing time and coming to my podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm very, 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 very happy. Yeah, we have come to the end of this episode. Yeah, I know you guys must have reached some point and then you ask yourselves, uh, was this part of the episode? Yeah, it was part of the episode. I left that part in there for a reason. Someone might want to start a podcast and then they would want to, you know, know what it's, it's like to, you know, record podcasts and then host people. So I feel like that part should be left in there. Hope you guys have enjoyed it and see you in the next one. Bye-bye.